This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome to AutoCorrect, helping you correct your auto problems. I'm Liz Gill, and I'm with the lady auto mechanic, Allison Walker, ASE certified. Hello, Allison. Hey, Liz. Have you, Allison, have you started your holiday shopping? Oh, no, I'm definitely one of those last-minute people, and and it, it's so it'll be, you know, a couple of days before. <laughs> well, I think I'm definitely going to make myself do my holiday shopping early. They just, uh, Dr. Thomas Dobbs mentioned that there are no more ICU beds in Jackson. So I'm going to flatten the curve and try to do a lot of my shopping online. And we're going to talk about shopping for car enthusiasts. We'll have some websites that we looked at on the digital information for this show. Uh, you know, when you when you think about uh, car enthusiasts, there's just all, you know, you could get a any kind of gift that could be perfect for a, a car enthusiast. You could get shirts or jewelry or, you know, stuff. Um, what... Uh, is there things, have you seen anything that you have thought would be interesting to get for someone or you might like a gift for yourself? Oh, yeah. I saw quite a few things that I really liked. Um, one thing that I saw that was really cool was um, so that when the cars go through the manufacturing process and they have the paint that they go through on the booth, the paint booth, and the paint builds up, they take those layers of paint and they polish them down like a gemstone and turn them into jewelry. (laughs) And I thought that was really awesome. It's called motor agate. Oh, my goodness. That that is so interesting. It's really pretty. I love that. One thing I saw, I'm not a big gamer, But I did see that you can, if you have an Xbox One or a PC racing game, you can get this thing that looks like a race car wheel. And it also has a a game device in the middle that has the the four buttons and the, the wheels and buttons and things. But it also comes with a gas pedal. So it's like you can do, you know, some of the online racing games but uh this is a logitech and it's it's a wheel so that it like makes you feel like you're really driving that looks cute to me oh yeah i would love that i would absolutely love that allison you've talked before about being a uh, you know liking cars from the time you were little did you ever have car posters on your walls um I had a few and in uh, different cars, and I was getting them out of magazines, mainly um, Lamborghinis and stuff like that. They're like your supercars. I've, I've always been fascinated by supercars and um, the way they look and everything and um, and the really rare ones, like the one-off ones and stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I, I had, you know, little um, posters torn out of the magazines from 
different car magazines that I had. Well, if you know someone who is a car enthusiast, maybe you'd like to get them a, a poster or a, you know, if you can't buy a Ferrari, then maybe get them a miniature Ferrari. Or if you can't buy them a McLaren, I saw some McLaren edition earbuds. <laughs> so, you know, there's all kinds of things that have the logo of the super whiz-bang fancy pants cars if your car enthusiast might be interested in that we want to hear maybe what your shopping experience if you have a car enthusiast have you ever gotten anyone a car present like a car that would be great but you know just something for a car or for a car enthusiast our email address is auto at mpbonline.org what else allison have you seen that would be a good car enthusiast uh, present for somebody uh, I, I know something for me that I would love to have is one of the perfumes from one of the top manufacturers I went to a car collection um, and viewed a car collection of about a year and a half ago or so where they had a, a bunch of clones on uh, view too and they had ones from Bentley, from Rolls Royce, Lamborghini, Ferrari, and I just thought that was the coolest thing in the whole world. And and that smell and they were they smelled really really good. I'm um, from Porsche and Mercedes and everything, and that would be a really really cool gift for anyone is to get them a cologne or perfume in in a favorite car or manufacturer that they have or if they own the car and get that. For them. So, so car manufacturers make their own colognes and perfumes for car enthusiasts to buy, which is pretty neat. Allison, I just can't tell you how much I have a girl crush on you right now. You really... <laughs> I love the way you think, and I love these uh, interesting gifts that you have shown. Uh, you know, a lot of times, I, I guess I think... Uh, I think mom. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, I think uh, middle-of-the-road mom. And I love these things that you're throwing out. This is just fantastic. Um, one of the uh, best surprises I had when I borrowed my sister's car one winter is there were gloves in the glove compartment. And racing gloves or driving gloves is always a nice gift to give someone just to have a spare set of gloves that they can keep in the car. You don't want big bulky gloves that you could build a snowman with. You want something that you can grip the wheel, but you know, some kind of a racing or driving gloves would be a great gift. Allison, we do have a caller. Let's go to Karen, who's called in from Jackson. Karen, thanks for being part of AutoCorrect today. What's your comment or question? I have some, a car with black fabric upholstery and a daughter. Uh, I don't know what got spilled on it. It's it's kind of a light to grayish colored stain. Um uh, 
I, the only thing I've tried is rubbing at it with my hand, which has not been effective. But I'd like to know if there's a recommended cleaner I can use that, um, you know, preferably doesn't off-gas a lot. Uh, just an at-home person. You can actually use Barbasol shaving cream to clean fabric with. Um, or you can go to the auto parts store and get the equivalent to it that's for fabric and carpet also. And it's it's like the, the consistency of shaving cream. And it, it does well, a really I, good job. Well, that's great. I can just go to the grocery and get that. Yeah, you can you can use that and and see if that gets it out. If that doesn't work, I'd recommend maybe getting it steam cleaned. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm I'm on my cell phone and I'm 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 breaking up, so I'm gonna thank you. We appreciate and, um, you calling in, Karen. And thank you. All right. All right, Allison. Um, a, another thing that's always a good to have for a a driver is is sunglasses, and y you can get sunglasses that have all kinds of you know Ferrari sunglasses or blue blocker sunglasses that that might be a a special thing especially ones to keep in the car for for drivers so that you don't forget them when you go in the house or something that uh, i think is always a a nice thing to give a gift uh, give a a giver uh, a, a gift giver to give we are talking about gifts for drivers today or car enthusiasts is your car under recall We'll talk about that next. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. if you use an app to start your car or still have a flip phone. Everyday Tech can decipher today's technology for tomorrow's solutions. Subscribe now to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB public media app. You're listening to AutoCorrect with Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic. I'm Liz Gill. If you want even more autocorrect, we hope that you'll find our podcast on all podcasting platforms for your smart devices. There aren't any recalls this week, but you can find out if your car has a past recall by going to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration's website, NH. 
ntsa.gov slash recall and inputting your VIN number. But they also have a app. It's called the Safer Car App. You can find this on Android and in the Google Play Store. And you download the app to your phone, and then you can put in multiple cars, maybe put in your mama's car or your kid's car so that uh, you can help take care of them. And you put in the VIN, that vehicle identification number, and it will give you a notification if and when a a uh, recall pops up for that so you don't have to keep checking back or uh, you know be worried that you're missing one remind us allison where all can you find the the vin on a vehicle you can find it on the driver's side dash um under on the lower side of the windshield on the outside of the car or you can open up your driver's side door and there's a little placard there that has how much the car weighs and where it was manufactured and when it was manufactured. And it'll also have the VIN number on there. And your insurance card should have it on there and your uh, title information. Excellent. And sometimes it's this and that that they're recalling, but sometimes it's very important. There's been a big airbag recall, and not all the airbags have gotten recalled, so that's an important one. Uh, You want your airbag to function (laughs) when it's supposed to function. And some of the recalled airbags have been recalled, so please be sure and check on the recalls for your car. We have a couple of calls Let's go to Eddie, who has called in from Thaxton. Eddie, thank you so much for being part of AutoCorrect today. Go ahead. All right. I got a 202 PT Cruiser, and uh, it's running hot. And uh, really, nobody wants to work on them. So uh, I'm kind of disgusted and trying to get it running. I don't know if it's – I changed the thermostat, but I think it might be the – uh, water pump, but you got to take so much loose to get to it. So, and nobody, the mechanic, most mechanics uh, refuse to work on them. So, I don't know where I'm at. Huh, I, I haven't worked on one myself, so I don't know if that's um, if why they don't want to work on it, you know, or, or what their reasoning is behind that. But uh, should find an independent shop that there are people out there that like our shop they will do anything and they they will figure it out and work it out till they figure out what the problem is and and keep at it until they figure it out so find you a good shop like that someone that's passionate about car mechanics and learning the system on it and how it works other than that i would think the dealership shouldn't have any problem working on a pt cruiser the Chrysler dealership um, shouldn't have yeah, a problem with that. Have you had yeah. a problem with them wanting to work on it? Well, I, I am concerned about the cost. I figured the dealership would be uh, a little more expensive than a mechanic if I could run across one. Sometimes it's it's not as bad if they know how to pinpoint the problem on it and they kind of already are familiar with where the problem could be, then it, it, sometimes it can be 
okay to take it to a dealership and you actually save yourself a little bit of money instead of running in circles with a, a mechanic who is trying to just change things out and see what works. So sometimes it can save you money in that in that case. Well, all right, I'll consider that and write it and start all over again. So I thank you for your information. You're welcome. Thanks, Eddie. We appreciate you calling in. Let's now go to Tennessee and talk to Max. Max, thanks for being part of AutoCorrect today. Thank you for taking my call. I'm trying to help uh, uh, work on a 68 Oldsmobile 350, and it's set for about five years, and we finally got it to crank over. It was getting almost seized up, but now we don't get any spark, and I, I did change kind of the condenser. But now I'm wondering if it could be the coil. It could be. could very well be. I think you're headed in the right direction. But just check out your, your ignition system. And, you know, in the, within the coil and the distributor and see if you can figure out what's going on. But you're, you're headed in the right direction with looking at the ignition coil. Okay. Uh, actually, is there a way of uh, checking the rotor itself, I guess, or the points there? Um, I'm not as familiar with adjusting points and everything on a distributor system. I'm more familiar with late model cars, so I would recommend getting um, talking to a mechanic that is familiar with, with that. But uh -huh. um, visual inspection should give you an idea of uh, what's going on with that. And it, it may need adjusting, adjusting the points okay. on it to get it to line up. Um, I've actually never done that myself, so I'm not familiar with the process. But that's uh -huh. I'd recommend getting someone that is familiar with those older systems. I I came into the game around 2000. Oh, okay. When I started, yeah, which was way past uh, or, or past points by a long, long time. You know, they hadn't been doing the point style distributor for a long time at that point. And, and they have very few distributors left. It's cool on plug at that point. So, um, you know, things are very All different. Right. Uh, another question, I guess, is if you keep pumping the the gas pedal, shouldn't gas eventually come out in the carburetor? Definitely, it should be flooding it at that point. Yeah. So, so if are, if, not, are you not getting gas to the carburetor? No, and that, that's the other thing, you, you, you know. So I assume that's a fuel pump, then I guess on that case, huh? It could be, or a fuel filter is clogged up. Um, so you want to change both, or, or if you change the fuel pump, you want to make sure you change the fuel filter, too. But you can just change the fuel filter and see if that helps out. Or take off the fuel filter and turn the, you know, turn it over and pump the gas and see if gas is coming out oh, yeah. of the line. That's one way to tell. Yeah, right. Okay. You may have just got some bad gas in there. I don't know. Since it sat up for so long, did you change the gas out of the tank? Uh, actually, it was uh, a drain tank, and uh, so uh, I did put uh, a couple gallons in there. I don't know if that's enough or not. I thought it might be uh, to see if it would uh, crank over and fire. It might not be enough gas in there. Maybe oh, alrighty. situation with that. But uh, taking off of one side there, yeah, and then uh, see if it will pump through, That that that'll help us, I guess, get going here. So. I appreciate it yeah. very much and enjoy the program. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for calling. Thanks, Max. We appreciate you calling in. Allison, 
another and always a good gift for someone is if you know what kind of cell phone they have having some kind of charger or a cell phone holder maybe a holder if you don't know if they're an android or an iphone person uh, some because everyone likes having their their phone in the car but i'm loving do you have one more uh, car gift suggestion yeah, I, I like um, the idea of having a way to jump off your car, or they have now they have a little booster um, packs where you don't need another car, just that little little pack, and they vary in price range depending on how much amperage they put out. But um, I would think that's a good gift, and, and you being a mom, I think that would be something that you'd like your kid to have because the chance of someone leaving a light on in their car or leaving the headlights on or something like that is really high for anyone. I've done it many, many times, and I, I keep, uh, in my Prius, I keep uh, booster cables in it, and so that's a good gift for for anyone really um because at some point you're going to need them more than likely at some point you know your battery's going to run down on you uh whether it's just getting an old battery or you left something on so that's that's a really good gift definitely love that we've got a call let's go to james who's called in from brandon james thanks so much for being part of autocorrect today what's your comment or question for our show i, I had a comment for the caller who called in about the Oldsmobile. Go ahead. Points. Okay. Uh, the the when you look when you put a set of uh, new points on, you have to uh, adjust the points by bumping the engine until the, uh, the if you on the distributor when you remove the distributor, the little shaft that runs up into the distributor cap has is cammed. And you, you you bump the bump the car until or bump the engine until the the points open up at its widest point, and then you with a set with a set of filler with a filler gauge you you uh, set the points for the correct gap. Interesting. Okay. Thanks. I wonder if yep. to do that. James, I hope Max was listening. We appreciate you calling in with that. Okay. Bye bye. Let's go to Henry, who has called in from Madison. Henry, thank you so much for being part of AutoCorrect today. What's your comment or question? Uh, good morning. My uh, question is regards to 72 Ford F100. We've changed out the gas tank, changed out the fuel cylinder unit. But as when I crank it up, I can't get out of bounds. Is there something else I need to do? What year did you say it was? 72. Ford F100. A 72? Yes. Um, I, there's got to be some sort of idle control valve on there, and that would be what I would check since it's not idling correctly. Basically, you're saying it's idling too high. Right. Correct? Yes. Uh, so the, that valve is on the throttle body somewhere? And I would check into that and see if it you can adjust it or if it's gone bad, replace it. And, okay. Um, 
other than that, maybe like a vacuum leak or an intake leak or something like that, and you can do a, a smoke test on it to see if you've got a leak somewhere. I've seen people take a cigarette and blow into a vacuum hose and look and look for vacuum leaks that way, or take a smoke machine like they use at parties and, and use that, you know. And then, of course, they have the automotive ones that are a neat little system to use, but that's how you would check for a vacuum leak is a smoke test. Okay, um, so it wouldn't, it wouldn't be part of the carburetor and it'd be part of the throttle? Right. Okay, okay, well, I'll look into that then. Okay. All right, thank you. Good luck with that. Let us know how that goes. <laughs> we'll do. Thanks, Henry. We appreciate you calling in. Our email address where you can send questions is auto at mpbonline.org. What are some ideas for gifts? We've got some to share between your car repair questions. What's an unreliable car not to buy? That's next. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. The information presented on this program is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult an appropriate professional for guidance about your concerns. Hi, it's Rachel Martin with Morning Edition. There comes a time when you've just got to let go of that old vehicle. Lots of great memories, but at this point, it is just taking up space. You could try to sell it, but that can be a hassle. So here's a thought. Let this station take it off your hands. Proceeds from the sale benefit this station, and you could get a tax break. Call today. Thanks. Donate your car, motorcycle, boat, or RV by going to mpbonline.org. Thank you for listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic, is our expert. I'm Liz Gill. We hope you've downloaded our app for your smartphone, the MPB Public Media app. In addition to listening to our show on the MPB Public Media app, you can click on the support button and make a contribution. And contributions keep our programs on the air for you and others to enjoy. Thank you for your contributions to Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Consumer Reports gave the label never buy to 30 used cars. Today, we're going to caution you about the GMC Acadia. And Allison, this is hilarious to me. Every GMC vehicle in existence turned up on the list of unreliable cars of the past decade. The GMC Acadia SUVs from model years 2007 to 2014 took the dishonor of being worst of the bunch. Consumer Reports said avoid all eight editions of this truck on the used car market. Major transmission problems, drivetrain issues, climate system malfunctions plagued the Acadia for most of the decade in question. So please read up on the reliability of this car before purchasing it as a used car. Suggest Consumer Reports. CarComplaints.com is another resource for unreliable car lists. 
But if you're interested in reviews of new cars, Casey Williams is the automotive correspondent for WFYI in Indianapolis. He's on YouTube as Otto Casey, and his review this week is on the 2020 BMW X5M. Have you run into any uh, GMC's Acadias? Thank God, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I've run into plenty of GMC problems, all kind of weird stuff and, and, and major stuff, minor stuff. I'm not a big fan of them myself. <laughs> well, they they, uh, they certainly uh, bring bring you a little bit of work. Let's let's go to Benton and talk to Billy. Billy, thanks so much for calling into AutoCorrect today. What's your comment or question? The 1985 Mercedes, and it needs to have a, a little work done on it. And I was wondering if you could recommend somebody close to you as you see maybe toward Madison or Risen that does work on older cars like that? Or can you do it on um, the air? Yeah, there's a few places. Um, Madison Motor Works is a good one. European Automotive is another. Those are in Madison or I think European Automotive is in Ridgeland actually. Um, Ferris Auto Works so that's three of them right there that, that can help in, in lead you in the right direction. We tend to work on later model Mercedes yeah. um, at my shop, but, but that, those guys work on the older stuff more often than, than we do, that we see. Who was the one you mentioned after Madison Motor Works? I, I couldn't pick up what you said. The second Madison one Madison Motor Works and then you? European Automotive. E-U-R-O. Motor European. Uh, is, is it located in Madison or Ridgeland? Uh, European Automotive is in Ridgeland, and Madison Motor Works, I believe, is in Madison. That makes sense. Okay, I'll try right. those two guys. I appreciate your time. Thanks. Oh, you're very welcome. Thanks, Billy. We appreciate you calling in. Let's go to Arthur in Memphis. Hey, Arthur, thanks for calling in to AutoCorrect today. What's your comment or question? Well, I was calling in for a comment on the gentleman with the Oldsmobile. We love it when our listeners call in. That's fantastic. We've got some folks, you know, this is kind of being the, the I don't want to say old folks, <laughs> the classic car calls call-in show. So, Arthur, what is your comment for Max and his 86 Oldsmobile and his points? Okay, on his points, uh, he can just set those points in there and uh, just tighten them down. They come pre-adjusted to where he can go ahead and start his car. And uh, once he starts it, uh, it has a a little uh, Allen wrench adjustment, a little window on the side of the distributor there. The little window just slides up, a little piece of metal. And you can uh, put an Allen wrench in there to the points and then connect a dwell meter to it. And then you just... uh, uh, turn the Allen wrench until the dwell meter comes up to 28 degrees and his points is set perfect. Nice. Okay. Thank you, Art. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, a lot of people might not uh, be familiar with a a dwell meter, but it's similar uh, to a timing light. It just has a little wire that you just hook to your uh, points there where the ignition uh, wire goes through the side of the distributor. And then once you start the car, 
uh, you just the little Allen wrench that you put through the little metal window on the side of the distributor. You just turn it clockwise there uh, until on as you're watching your little uh, needle on the dwell meter when it comes up to 28 degrees and its points are set. Thank you so much, Arthur. We appreciate you calling in. All right. We are talking about what to buy for the car enthusiast on your shopping list. Uh, You might need to be doing some... Uh, online shopping, so start a little bit early, and also if you go early, maybe you'll avoid some of the crowded shopping, indoor shopping scenarios. We would love for you to email your questions to us. Our address is auto at mpbonline.org. Allison, we got an email from Sherry, and this is something folks are always interested in knowing. Sherry says, good morning. I love listening to the show. I want to let you all know that I was able to get a new key fob for my 2010 Mustang from our local Ace Hardware here in Ocean Springs. It was much less expensive than the dealer. Walmart also can do some. So that's always good to know. That's awesome. Very good to know. We've been talking about what to buy for the car enthusiasts on your list. Uh, There's always an option for key stuff, key chains. There are now some key trackers that have a little uh, Bluetooth in them so that you can, uh, you know, sync it up and help find your, your keys. What... I have a, a keychain. I, I have keys to everybody's house. I got keys to everybody's car. But what I do is I have a nice, uh, humongous keychain, but I just unclip the ignition key so that I don't have that weight on the key cylinder. Uh, and then I keep all the rest of the keys down in the bottom of my, my purse. What about you, Allison? What, how is your key situation? What do you have? Well, look, I'm not prone to losing them. Um, but I actually have a little, a little key thing that's from the local Fondren guitars where I keep uh, my guitar picks in. Not that I play like a lot, but you know, it's nice to have that there. But I'm not prone to losing my keys, thank goodness. So um, mine stays simple. I've got a lanyard on it. I, I love having the lanyard on it because you can just throw it around your neck when you go into the, run into the grocery store or run into the convenience store or, or wherever. That makes it real simple. And so that's something that I love to have on there that I, I started doing a, a while back. And that works out really good. The lanyard's just, just basically like a, a necklace. Uh, keychain necklace kind of we haven't gotten many calls lately on folks who have locked their key fobs in in the car uh, i am lucky enough <laughs> that i have an uh, an older car three years old but it it doesn't have the push button key i would hope people just keep treating that like a key and and would take care of it because I think if you get too lackadaisical about it, that's when you, uh, what is it? We had some gal who drove off and, or someone else had her key fob and it took it to another city and then she was stuck without being able to start her car. Uh, you would need to keep up with your key fob 
to make sure that uh, you're able to to start your car when you have it. Yep. All right, some more things that you might want to buy for the car enthusiast. And, you know, this is just kind of getting crazy to me. Amazon Echo makes a specific one for your car that you can keep installed in your car. I guess you could do this for whatever you want to talk to your Amelia, your Amanda device to I guess they can for directions or for shopping or whatever you want to have a uh, whatever you need your Amazon information for what do you think about having that in the car Allison uh, I, I think it's pretty neat like um, I have a little bit of experience with dealing with Alexa and if it's like that then that's pretty neat um I mean, it's kind of amazing what they can do and what all information they can get into. And all you do is just talk to it and ask it like you're talking to a person. So it's pretty neat. But we can't we can't say her name actually on the air. We get complaints <laughs> from folks really? because it start yeah it starts their speakers. So we have to call oh. her. Uh, <laughs> we have to call her Amelia or Amanda or something. Because if you okay. call her the real world real real word uh it it sets off folks speakers and it was kind of funny the first time but then folks didn't like it too much <laughs> we are discussing shopping for car stuff in between your vehicle repair questions you can always send us an email our address is auto at mpbonline.org what's in the news i'm going to tell you next this is autocorrect on mpb think radio Hi, I'm Walt Grayson. You can now listen to the wild, weird, and wonderful stories of Mississippi with Mile Marker. We are a Yucca Drive-In Theater. We're the last operating drive-in in the state of Mississippi. Join me as we hit the roads of Mississippi on Mile Marker. Freaked me out that you could come and drive your car and park and watch the movie outside. You can listen by going to mpbonline.org radio or by using your favorite podcasting app, Mile Marker, a Mississippi Roads podcast. This podcast is a local production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting and depends on the support of listeners like you. If you can, please donate today at mpbonline.org. And thanks. This is AutoCorrect. If you've missed any of our live program, you can listen to the whole show on our website, AutoCorrect. Dot mpbonline.org. I'm Liz Gill, and I'm with the lady auto mechanic, Allison Walker, ASE certified. What's in the news? 
in case you didn't notice, Thanksgiving's in two weeks, and nearly half of Americans still plan to travel for Thanksgiving this year, but which is down 21% from last year, and of those not traveling, more than half said it was because COVID impacted their plans. But for the half of it that are traveling, the majority of them are traveling by car to their destinations. But with most of the trips happening close to home, we're going to have a link to the Center for Disease Control's travel during COVID-19 pandemic article on the information for this show's broadcast. It'll talk about stopping when you have to stop for gas or snacks travel restrictions and best practices while you're in the car going from place to place we've got a call let's go to willie who has called in from vidalia willie thank you so much for being part of autocorrect today what's your comment or question i got a i got a 2011 chevrolet Silverado tech expedition and the fuel box under the hood one of them it won't not tell my front signal light on the driver's side blink. Everything else will blink, but the front light, the same signal light won't blink. And I want to know, everybody tell me I can go to the savvy yard and find that fuse and take that whole box out and hook another one to it and get it to work. Um, that, that quite possibly might work. You can go ahead and give that a try. If that doesn't work and you get you get to where you're not figuring it out, you can always take it to an automotive electrical shop for electrical things like that, and they should be able to track it down pretty easily for what's going on. Right. But um, definitely, yeah, that's you're headed in the right direction with that. So I would give that a try. Yeah, I think you're um, you're trying out the right thing to. I did. That what I did. I did take it to the auto the auto place. They told me what it what it was. And they took they said they took one out of a old another truck almost the same model mine was. He said what else he said chip if I go to Savvy I might buy one one he had but he couldn't took it out another place truck and tried it in mine. It everything worked, but that's what I said. I think I should go on and do that. So Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, that sounds right to me and sounds like he's got you pointed in the right direction. Right. All right, I appreciate it. Thanks, Willie. We're glad that you called in. Some of the higher-end gifts you might give somebody is a driving experience. Now, I guess if I won the lottery, (laughs) I think it would be fun to go to one of these BMW performance driving schools or if you're going on... uh, if you, I think they have something in, in Las Vegas also for uh, a, a driving scenario where they uh, teach you fancy driving and you get to drive fancy uh, cars. Have you heard about any of that, Allison? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's an absolute dream to do something like that one day. Hint, hint, everyone listening. <laughs> no, that, that I do see those. That, that, um, they've got one that advertises a lot that I see. It's called Extreme Experience, and you get to pick between Lamborghinis and McLarens, and uh, I'm not sure what all else to drive around a track with a with a drive with a co-driver. And I mean, that sounds like like 
the best day ever for me. So, <laughs> yes, I've heard of them. That would be on the high end. On the low end, I saw... Uh, Socks, <laughs> and you know they have all these uh, f- socks that have writing on them. A lot of times they have socks, you know, so that if your feet were propped up on an ottoman, you could read it from the bottom of your foot. But these were socks. Uh, one sock said clutch on the on the top of the foot, and the <laughs> other sock said gas. Oh, that's cool. I like that. <laughs> So maybe, maybe if you had a, a, a teenager that you were trying to teach how to drive a stick shift. Oh, once again, speaking of driving stick shift, I love to watch the amazing race. And here you go. Last night, they're, they're driving through Europe and everybody has to drive and they have to drive stick shift. And there's the one person who can't get out of the parking lot. <laughs> I hate to laugh at them, but it's funny. <laughs> well, and it was funny because they said they had practiced because they were big Amazing Race fans, and they knew there was a good chance they were going to have to drive stick, so they practiced, and their problem was they were trying to start off in third gear rather than having it scooted over just one to be in first gear. Allison, we've got time for just a couple more. Any more suggestions on what to get a car enthusiast uh, as a gift for the holiday season? Something that I like and I think that you would like being a mom is um, car books for children. And so there's a lot of them out these days. And it's just if you kind of want to get your kid interested in cars, it's kind of a way to get them started. And they're they're for young kids. Um, one of them was called the ABCs for uh, future race car drivers. And so I just I absolutely love the idea of that. So that's one that, that struck me as a really good idea. I, I don't have kids, but if I did, I most definitely would have them ask these books. <laughs> that, that would be cute. Um, in fact... Casey Williams, who is the who we who does auto reviews, he did a a car book. It's a little paperback book, but it was so cute. It was introducing kids to different kinds of cars and uh, showing them, you know, different places you might see a car at an auto show or in the parking lot. Uh, that was an interesting thing. But remember, when all else fails. Uh, maybe get a, a T-shirt and uh, a, a T-shirt with a racing slogan or from a favorite brand. Uh, if you can't afford a, a Lamborghini, maybe you could get a Lamborghini T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Allison, thank you again for being part of our show. MPB is truly indebted to you, you giving your volunteering your time each week to be part of autocorrect we just want to thank you so much it's my pleasure well we're glad that everyone has been sticking with us we love autocorrect we've got a secret coming up but uh, we're not going to tell you what it is yet but be looking for some bigger things for autocorrect we're going to that's going to wrap up for today's autocorrect thank you jay white thank you java chapman for helping with our show and thank you to Allison Walker who you can follow on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram as The Lady Auto Mechanic. I'm Liz Gill. Join us each Thursday for AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio.
This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. 